0: Monday. I'm Jay Lynn.
1: And I'm Andy. We're uh, two of the three midwives from Holistic Care to And welcome and Merry Christmas. It's
0: getting close. Have you done your shopping? Yeah. I have not.
1: And I'm so glad. Mom, shout out to Billie Jean. My mom's name is actually Billie Jean, like the Mac- Michael Jackson song. I don't know if you know that, but <laughs> le- legit, her name's Billie Jean. And it was, she was before Michael Jackson's time, so she owns it. Uh, but she wrapped all the presents.
0: Aww. Yeah, I've done nothing. <laughs> no stockings, no present. I say nothing. I did get something for my daughter in law. Where's my present? Uh, nothing. Nothing. I already got your wrapped. It's in there. My feelings are hurt. I have done nothing <laughs> except my daughter in law. I got her something. Actually, when I ordered um, Shauna's. From the same place. So I okay. got wait, we're going to get
1: tattoos. You told me. <laughs> I have a screenshot of the text. You cannot retract. I don't think that I gave a commitment. <laughs> yeah, one Anyways. day I'm gonna get her to do it.
0: Hi Shelby and Shelby, are you guys together? Like in the same place? My two Shelby. Hi Kenna. Hey,
1: everybody. I know,
0: because they've got their names So together. recently, I noticed
1: that we're not getting as many, like, views and stuff on our videos. And I think it's because it's not showing up for everybody, because if they don't come and watch it. So if you're on, share it so more people will see it. And that way, it can stay at the top. So hit the share button. Because today's actually going to be some pretty good information that um, isn't always readily available. And there's been lots of, um, like, omittance on social media for false information. We will not be sharing any false information. We're going to be sharing the information that's actually true.
0: Right. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about vaccines and pregnancy, um, and the hepatitis B vaccine for babies. So we're going to touch on that, but we're going to start with the newest one coming out, which is the COVID-19 vaccine, um, which
1: it rolled out today in America. Okay. Um, I have seen no news footage. Uh, I know I watched it last week, uh, the second guy that got it's name was actually William Shakespeare. Just a little random tidbit of Jeopardy information for you, but it's true. <laughs> His name was uh, William Shakespeare, but they showed the first few people that did it. Um, and that was last week. And actually, the, the Britain news is a little less scare tactic-y and more open about what's actually happening, I found, when you actually went like to the BBC and watched those broadcasts than what our news um, is showing us. It's really sensationalized because the narrative has to be fear. right? Um, and that's not the way the rest of the world's news typically goes. Their media is a little bit different than our, our media. Do
0: you think we're a little bit drama? Yeah, do we have a little bit too much drama in the U.S.? Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, we breed, we we like it. We like drama here in the U.S. because that's it's true. When you watch news in other countries, it is not so drama based.
1: It's just the sh- facts, and that's really what we need right now. It's like, what are the facts, and then and then you base your choices on what the facts are. That's right. important. Um, so, speaking strictly to to the new vaccine um, that. Dropped last week in England and now this week in America. Um, last week they were saying, even on even in our news, um, that it was not safe for anybody under the age of sixteen. Right, and it was not safe for pregnant and lactating women. Which I didn't check this today, but that may still be the case overseas. Um, I did not check those facts. I don't know if they shifted. Right. Now, this week... We've had a shift. Yeah. So ACOG, which is the big organization over all the gynecologists and um, Ameri- obstetrical American American College of
0: Gynecologists.
1: Um, set out this new, which I put in the link just now. It's already there. If you want to read their um, vaccination recommendation for COVID-19, um, they're actually saying that it is safe but I want you to read every single word of what they say. It's actually pretty good description of like, what, what is an mRNA vaccination versus a live vaccination? Those are important differentiations. Um, what actually is it calling for? Um, it's two shots, it's not just one shot. Yeah, and then how new. often, that's new. Right. Yeah. So read it all, read every single thing in every single word. And I want you to really pick out that one point where they say it's safe for you, but there's been no research
0: right that's what really bothers me the most is that really as this whole virus has panned out over the past year information's changing so rapidly and it's going to take several years for us to really have enough information to make really good decisions about how safe or unsafe is this virus and how safe and unsafe is this vaccine um so it did say all of a sudden now that it's safe in pregnancy and lactation and under sixteen. Did you see that? I didn't did see that
1: it was safe for. Well, under there's two know.
0: different vaccines. There's another vaccine that's coming coming out that's going to be safe for under sixteen. Is what it was saying. So
1: we're talking directly about the Pfizer one right now, right? Um, that's what that link is for from ACOG is is specifically the mRNA um, from from Pfizer.
0: Did you happen to look at the CDC what they're recommending?
1: No, not today.
0: To... Yeah. To... Well,
1: and it's changing. Um, yeah. I did look at it last week. They weren't recommending it for right. the same um, population. I don't know this week. They must have changed it if ACOG has changed their view.
0: I will say me personally, this is just a personal opinion, not anything uh, scientifically based. I'm not really trusting it yet for our pregnant mamas.
1: Right. Well, what my biggest thing is, is I think it's really valuable to have the information and then do what you want to do about it. That's what I think is important. Yes. What I think is really matter. It matters what you think is important. So that's why we're giving you detailed information that has no fear in it. It's just, here's the facts. This is what the vaccine is. This is how it was made. This is the recommendation. You can find side effects on the CDC website. I know things are popping up and this isn't to scare you because it's okay if you don't have allergies you don't have allergies but I know now that they have an EpiPen sitting right there for every single inoculation because there have been some some anaphylactic side effects for people with allergies but that's across the board if you have allergies to eggs or bananas I think you should always be a little bit weary of certain medications um, and like the flu vaccine I think because You can't have reactions. That's something you need to know about you personally when you make these informed decisions. Informed.
0: Yes. So read what ACOG has got to say and do what you feel is best for you. I don't know that it's going to be available for pregnant women this year, even though they've been cited as a vulnerable population. So we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. Let's see, Dula. In Australia, it was connected to positive HIV. Oh, yeah, I've read that too. Um, but Forbes issued an article in October warning that the vaccine will make people more susceptible to getting HIV. I wouldn't do it, not until more research. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, some already got HIV from it. Just saw an article recently. I don't know. I
1: don't know how true all of that is. Um, I didn't read those articles, so uh, I didn't can't really speak to them. And I want to make sure 100% because I know this is a hot button topic and it's really emotionally charged, we are not going to bash each other in the comments, Uh, we'll delete them right away. We're going to be respectful of each other's opinions um, because you know what's best for you. Don't be hating on each other.
0: This is just about what um, the big organizations are recommending. That doesn't mean that we are recommending them. not, it's not even available for us to recommend, to be honest with you. Right. But we thought it was good discussion and that you should be informed of what's going on.
1: Well, because it even confused me. Because I watched the news last week and they said, absolutely not. It is not safe for pregnant and lactating women. And then I opened up my emails today and I had this um, thing from ACOG, which most people don't have access to, which is unfair. Everybody yes. should have the same access to all the same information. Um, so we're sharing it with you.
0: There you go. Read up on it.
1: Oh, this is gonna be hot topics. It is. So if you want to answer some of the stuff. <laughs> i am trying to look as about what's go. on the CDC. Oh, oh yeah, so going to look at
0: CDC. So let's talk about other vaccines <laughs> that the CDC recommends. Flu. Flu vaccine. Um
1: her, her Elvis smirk, gave me the whole oh, answer. What do <laughs> I think about it?
0: They recommend the flu shot to all vulnerable populations and in pregnancy. Um, again, I'm not crazy about the flu shot. Um, other research shows that vitamin D3 at higher doses is just as effective at like preventing what dose? the flu.
1: Uh, 10,000 IUs. Which sounds like a butt ton, and it kinda is. But we walk around with really puny vitamin D levels we do. on the regular. I don't know when we've ever actually checked somebody's vitamin D and they've been It's good. been rare, it's, it's very rare. rare. And vitamin D is the building block for our immune system. So if we don't have that on board, um, we're vulnerable
0: mm-hmm. but to everything. But there's really good research about it that it does help us prevent us from getting the flu and it's as effective as the flu shot. So I find that fascinating. Um, also it helps your body fight off all viruses mm-hmm. in general. Um, some of the people they've noticed in the COVID that have um, the worst cases, worst reactions have really super low vitamin D levels as well. And people with higher vitamin D levels tend to fight it off better.
1: We recommend vitamin D yeah. even out of outside of uh, flu season or COVID. It's just a great thing. It's a great supplement to take in general.
0: But if you're going to do the flu shot in pregnancy, you don't want the live virus because that is not safe. You have to
1: have the attenuated mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Right. Yes. That's that called attenuated mm-hmm. virus. And then
1: also know that um, the flu vaccine. Yes, they are really good about guesstimating which strains are going to be prevalent in the next season, but they don't cover every strain of flu. Um, it's not going to. It's not a hundred percent guarantee. Sometimes you still do get the flu. Sometimes you get um, a lesser case of the flu. So it's not guaranteed. Um,
0: but. Can I add something on the flu? Uh-huh. So yeah. So patients are... Come up. on over, get in the picture. Is there powdered sugar on my face? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them. <laughs> so another thing about the flu vaccine, Um, I remember whenever I worked at the hospital and I was pregnant, um, they kind of mandated the flu vaccine where if you didn't get it, you had to wear a mask for like months. So I just went ahead and got it, unfortunately. Um, I'm saying for me, I didn't want it. Um, I had to get it for being at the hospital. So that's why I said, unfortunately, for me but you can choose to get the thimerosal free vaccine. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times they give you the multi dose vial because it's more cost efficient for that pharmacy or that physician's office, whatever it may be. And it costs more for them to give you the single use vial, but that one does not contain mercury in it. So if that's a concern for you, ask for the thimerosal free vaccine. And I would look at the insert too. I would look at the vial and look at the insert just to double check that they're giving you the right one. Oh, good. 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 I didn't know that. And you can even oh, ask right, that right. if you're going to the if you're going to the pharmacy because they give out flu vaccines. You can ask which ones are they doing. Can I see the insert before we do this? Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. There's also a great book for, that the CDC puts out that's free, y'all. It's called The Pink Book, and it has all the vaccines in general in there, but it covers the flu and it will give you all the side effects that could ever possibly happen and everything that's in it. All the ingredients and the different companies that make it. Did Mm -hmm. you know that? Mm -hmm. So it's a great resource and it's free. Oh, I don't know why that's happening.
1: It definitely wants you to give me a smiley face emoji. That's why it happened.
0: Oh, look. Barbicis are giving vitamin D to all COVID patients in the hospital. Oh, score. That's awesome. You could, John. That's my brother, y'all. You could use both if you wanted to use. Do the flu and vitamin D. Yeah. If that's your choice. So, the CDC also recommends Tdap, which is tetanus and pertussis. Tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis. But really, it's the pertussis part that they want, not Which the is uh,
1: we call whooping cough.
0: Yes. Um, so, they recommend that in the third trimester around 32, 34 weeks, I think, Um and because this will transfer over to the baby and protect the baby from pertussis. Um, and pertussis is in the communities. Um, they used to think that when you got your Tdap when you were young, because you get it at two, four, and six months, and you get a booster again. Um, was it two
1: or four? I think mean, going into to middle school, you're... you get it again. Well, that's two... a tetanus, but not the pertussis. Yeah. The
0: pertussis you got as a baby. What they found was it wasn't a lifetime... Um, vaccine. So your body lost those antibodies and you were still susceptible to pertussis. Did you know I had pertussis? No. I did. Not right. The just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I got pertussis yeah. when I was in nursing school. Mm. It's
1: lovely. I probably spread it around really good before I
0: realized That's good that to I had. Know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So most people are afraid because it is a commercialized um, virus so uh, by that, I mean, like they have the commercials all the time that kind of scare you, like don't let your family come around your new baby if they haven't yeah. been vaccinated. So it's it's gone beyond like, let's vaccinate the pregnant woman. And and we're so afraid that we're saying everybody in our family, anybody that's going to come around before you come around the baby. I'd like you to get your protestis. Um, yes. Vaccination or booster. Which, if that's your choice, like, that's your choice. You have to protect your baby the best way you know how. And we can value that and we support that if that's what you want. Uh, but just look into it and see what are my risks of pertussis and what happens. um Babies can't get really, really sick mm-hmm. if they get pertussis. So if you are working, like, at a daycare or you're sending the baby to daycare, you're going to have 797 family members around that are high risk. Maybe it's something you want to do. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it is recommended. Yep.
0: CDs. And pertussis when not like when I look at vaccines, because I'm not an anti-vaxxer or pro-vaxxer. I like to look at the information. But when I look at it, um, w- one of the things I look at is what happens if my child does get, get this? How will it affect them? How will it affect everyone around them? And then make a decision based on those risks versus benefits mm-hmm. of it. And babies actually don't do well on pertussis. Um, under two, they do not do well. They get really sick. Um, so, food <laughs> for thought. But look up CDC Peak Book, and it'll tell you all about it. Yep. Um, what else? Um, I think we were going to talk about... Hep B? Hep B. Okay. Hep B for babies.
1: Wah, wah, wah. Wah. <laughs> this is a
0: vaccine that is given to babies after they're born. In the hospital, they pretty much want to give it to everybody. Of course, if you're out of hospital, it's not happening because we don't carry vaccines. Um, But if you look on the CDC website about hepatitis B, the reason they recommend it for every baby is because they feel like every mother hasn't
1: been tested for hepatitis B. But when you're in the hospital, it's actually part of, um, so there's this (laughs) thing where, there's this thing where, where you, um, when you change shift, you give everybody coming on the lowdown on every single body that's on the floor. Um, so we know all the, even if you've got it, um, initially, sometimes they even do it when you check into the hospital, they redo all your labs again to get those levels. Are you hepatitis B, um, Oh, I just bring So parties. typically
0: in traditional in traditional care, you're getting that you checked at your first OB visit. You're getting checked in the third trimester. And then when you get admitted to the hospital, are they checking it again, Shauna? Mm-hmm. So they're checking it again, even though you've already got records that say you don't have it. So why they feel like every baby needs a hepatitis B.
1: So even if you wrong. had no prenatal care and you came in, by the time you've had your baby, uh, they've done blood work. Trust me they have done blood work unless you didn't allow it. Um, and they know your hepatitis B, what are you, negative or positive? They know it. Right. So you get to choose whether or not then you want your baby, um, who could be three pounds or 14 pounds getting the same exact dose, no matter their gestational age and no matter their weight, they get the same exact dose. It is not, um, it doesn't change. Um, and, you have to decide whether or not you want your baby to get it. Here's what we think: it's not a rush. It's not a big rush thing. The way that hepatitis B is transmitted is if your mama has it,
0: mm-hmm. okay,
1: which you've got blood work that says whether or not you have it.
0: And if you had it, then it would be reasonable to do it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. If you're H, if you have hepatitis B, you know, then you need to put that information into your Easter basket to decide your decision. Um, needles so if your baby's gonna go out in the streets and use some IV drugs at three days old you might consider (laughs) getting it for them Uh, but it's true this is how you get it or sex so if they're also gonna go have sex at three days old
0: yeah so uh the other side of this coin too if you look at again it's on the cdc website that peak book if you look at vaccine reactions for hepatitis b in newborns It's a lot. There's many more vaccine reactions to hepatitis B than there are babies with hepatitis B. Um, They don't handle it well. It's not a great vaccine for them. And it's not a lifetime vaccine. They're still going to have to get it again when they're adults if they want it. So... Why do it if there's no if it's not necessary, it's, it's a weird thing. And the CDC is pretty open about it. Mm -hmm.
1: So this is our opinion, but the CDC has lots more information about it so that you can make good choices. That's, that's really what our whole thing is. Like don't just do what you're told, look at your child, look at the big picture, get all the information. And then how do you feel about it? Your instincts are so amazing you know what's best for your baby
0: and we know that vaccines in general are a hot topic and it's very polarizing and you get the whole oh you don't believe in science if you don't want to get your vaccines or it's just and you're not going to an unvaccinated kid is not going to give a vaccinated kid anything either so it's so polarizing but really we want you to look at the research It's all out there for free if you want it. If not, there's other great books. There's the Vaccine Book, um, which is a great book by Dr. Sears. There's a couple of other really great books out there. I can't remember off the top of my head. Vaccine Friendly Plan by Paul Thomas is good. Vaccine Friendly Plan by Paul Thomas is really good. Again, the CDC Pink Book, it's free online. Mm -hmm. You can purchase it and have it in your home if you want it. So there's great resources out there to make really good logical decisions that's right for your family.
1: In Germany, they don't vaccinate babies till two months. Yay, Germany! It's really funny if you look, this is my challenge to you, look at what other countries across the world are doing, Sweden, Germany, um, some of the European countries, and then look at what we're doing as far as the, the volume, just in the volume of how many vaccinations our kids have by the time they start elementary school, like age five to six. And then look at our health outcomes. Um, And it's really hard to marry all that together. And I'm not gonna act like I remember all those numbers and try to pull them out of my butt and sound educated because I don't remember all the numbers, but I remember when I saw it and I thought, Holy smokes, we're given a whole lot of vaccines and,
0: and we there's don't nothing really, to show for it. And we don't really have improved outcomes when no. it comes to childhood deaths and survival. Really, if you look at, I saw some graphs, this is about four or five years ago, that showed that uh, hygiene, clean water and hygiene is what made it, had us turn the corner on childhood diseases and health and survival, mm-hmm. not vaccines.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: that I'm vaccinated, but... I'm not against it. I just want us to be informed.
1: And it's really important too that if if you do feel like you're in a high risk, like say you're going to be a missionary and, and you're going to travel and you need to be vaccinated against this thing, whatever it is, um, it's really important to ask for titers. Because, for example, I had to get the hep- well, I thought I had to um, get the hepatitis B series because it's a three part series when you're an adult. Um, I got it three times over three years, the entire series. Who knows what that did to my body? and it never converted. My body does not convert the vaccine. So I am not hepatitis B. It doesn't show up in my titers that I've even gotten the vaccine and I've got it several times. Yeah. So see if it's even working. I mean, if it's important to you to be covered, your titers are what's going to show you that it actually converted. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully this information was helpful. Read the link for the new COVID-19 um, vaccine. And I know some of you are very well versed on it and the ingredients in it and what it's doing. And be if you want to share, share the actual information. If you've got the insert, share the insert. Um, and that way people can read for themselves mm-hmm. what... what um, what the actual information is and not someone's opinion.
1: And be nice to each other, y'all. When we make decisions, sometimes we are coming from a personal place where maybe we've had some tragedy in our family surrounding um, the virus, or maybe we're a healthcare worker that's in the front line seeing really negative things, just be respectful. We're all doing the best we can.
0: Absolutely very good point captain we'll have to add that one to our
1: risk
0: <laughs> cave- caveats for risk factors for babies true <laughs>